Safe Space uh, is an online platform where users can report incidents of uh, gender-based violence, including non-official um, reportable incidents such as catcalling and groping or even the general safety of an area. You know, like as a female, when you go past uh, a public area or a, a taxi rank, mm-hmm. And guys start whistling at you My and size. touch you and do this and do that. You actually don't even know what to do. Because I think, you think, if I go to the police and say, this guy touched my thigh, mm-hmm. what are they going to do? But it's harassment. What are they going to say? We should actually be able to, yes. to report such. To but report you know, such because yeah. it's, it's harassment. Not in this country. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think, I'm sure there's a, la- a lot of ladies who've experienced it and they've never even bothered to go and report the morons or the goats. Who do this anyway? So the website was launched last week, Monday, commemorating the death of um, uh, yeah. a 19-year-old woman who was raped and beaten to death uh, with a scale in a post office last year. I mean, this is the story that we we're talking about. Like you know, sometimes death, death is a crook. You know, mm. it death is kebengu in that. You never know where it's going to come from. Yeah. I mean, here is this girl telling her parents or her friends she's going to a post office. The last place you'd expect for someone to not only to be death. raped or be killed. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, for me, that was some story. Anyway, we now speak to one of the uh, founding directors, uh, Chloe Homer. Good afternoon to you, Chloe. Hi, guys. Thank you very much for having me on the show. We're delighted to have you on the show and talk about this, this, South African pandemic, this cancer that we face every day in our country. Tell us the story behind uh, starting this platform. So, yeah, it's um, we are myself and Keith Adel Warrior, who's also one of the co founding directors of Safe Space, have both been victims of gender based violence. And I was actually having a conversation with somebody this morning about what gender based violence is. And Mm. You so often think it's, it's it's either domestic violence or it's rape, and that's the long and short of it. Um, but I myself have not necessarily been the victim of rape or um, domestic violence, but more so just sexual harassment. Mm. Um, people groping me in my workplace, feeling uncomfortable, feeling, you know, being catcalled in a parking lot at a shopping center. Um, and my, my partner um, in, in this, Nikita, uh, was also a, a victim of gender-based violence, and her story really is what encouraged us to do something about this. Um, and we've realized that, and you guys said it, there's nothing that we can do in, in this country about being catcalled, mm. being sexually arrested, either you know, fear of judgment, um, being shamed, the stigma attached to it, whether you report it in your workplace, whether you report it to the police, nothing actually gets done about these things. And quite often we said, well, if there's no evidence, that's, you know, we can't help you. Um, and we at Safe Space have just realized that there's a need for everybody, not just women, including the LGBTIQA community, to be able to reach out and find a safe space. Because quite often, I might think that my safe space is my home. I struggled up on my couch with a fire, especially on a day like today, with my dog, with my husband, watching TV. That's my safe space. But for so many people, the safe space is not their home. Safe space, they're not safe in their own home and their trust. And what we want to do is pick safe space to fingertips of everybody. And um, 
I think we've lost the connection. Yeah, I think we've lost the... And it was such a lovely interview. Lovely yeah, connection indeed. Uh, that's the that's the um, founding Co-founder. director, Chloe Homer here from Safe Space. Mm. Shali Bali. Shali, we've lost uh, our caller. His name is Bongani. I think they might not have a printed Mklobo. I don't know. 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 I don't you know, some people don't even feel safe at home, hey? No. Some people, you might think that she was saying, Yena, she feels safe at home, especially in a day like this where you want to be home, cozy and whatnot. Mm. But some people are violated in their own home by people they trust the most, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why we talk about so many numbers of, you know, domestic violence having increased during this lockdown. Yeah. You know, because I'm sure there are there are there are females or there are males who'd rather be at work rather than be then be at home, then be at home. So it would be nice to it's it's nice that they have platforms like this where you can perhaps have people that you can conversate with and mm-hmm. tell them bana what kind of experiences you're having at home. But also, I'm hoping that there's something that they can maybe assist you with once you do relay that information to them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think what the authorities need basically is pressure from communities Mm. to say, take action. You know, if you go there as an individual, you're not going to win. Mm -hmm. People need to make as much noise as possible. Okay. Chloe's back. Hey, Chloe, welcome back. Thank you very much. Sorry about that, guys. Please carry on. Yes. Um, so yeah, essentially you want to just create a platform where people in, 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 their, in their own home can create safe spaces and in their mind create safe spaces with the resources that have been made available and, and just creating a, a safe space for them to be able to access information and report any incidents without having to go to the police or without having to feel ashamed of stepping out of their home and can simply report incidents wherever they are. And that's essentially what we're aiming to do with safe space. So obviously, there's inter- is there interaction or is it just a one-way communication? So at the moment, it is basically a platform where you can report incidents and mm. you can select it's either residential or it's public. Okay. If it's residential, your information won't be made public. Mm. But if it's, um, but if it's um, you select that it's public, it, um, it happened at a public uh, place. Mm. You can then select what actually happened, and it will become available on the map, which is also a tab on the website. Mm. And on that map, people can then, much like you would use Waze before you go to work to check the traffic, we want Safe Space to essentially become that platform that you use to check on the map what has been reported, when, when last was things reported in my area, and where can I feel safe to go out. So this is the prevention that people are talking so much about but actually not doing anything about. And we feel like we have found that space to be able to create social awareness and prevention by empowering people to learn about the safe spaces around them. So does the reporting apply to victims only or can witnesses also make reports? So absolutely. Third party um, witnessing is so often a case. We we often find ourselves as bystanders in society because of this, you don't know what could possibly happen if you do intervene in something. So so long as you can... can um, recall the incident and where it was and you can establish what the incident was. Reporting that on our website is also very helpful because so often 
victims don't feel empowered enough to be able to report these incidents. It would be interesting to see what would happen if I witness someone being, you know, uh, being abused um, and I I report the incident, but they 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 don't want anything to do with it. They don't want it to be reported because they feel intimidated. Sure. So so the thing is, is there's also confidentiality is our main priority with safe space. Mm. So you're not reporting somebody's name. You're just reporting an incident okay. and the space that it occurred in. So that's why we, we very much value the ethical consideration taken into reporting incidents. And we're not asking for anybody's name, where exactly they live, so you're not pinpointing your exact address. But it's the idea of being able to say, okay, this is my safe space, so I can now report information. So the information is confidential, but then you're also able to just say, this is what happened in this area without providing your name, you know, all this unnecessary information. Because sometimes people don't want to report something, but if they do want, if if victims do want to be helped, they can find resources to empower them on our website. Okay. And, And what happens after an incident has been reported? So that information um, finds itself on our server. Uh, information is then interpreted to be then found on the map. We then pinpoint on the map where this, these incidents are occurring, and that's when the public can access this information. We are looking to do further partnerships going forward um, in terms of being able to get quick responses to the, the, the people who are reporting incidents. Mm-hmm. But for now, we are, fo- we are primi- primarily focusing on creating social awareness around prevention of gender. Yeah, well, we've lost her again. Yeah, at, at least you know we we do have an idea exactly what yeah. this company is is all about. So it's almost we'll, like a warning system for gender-based yeah. violence hotspots, right? Yeah. So, so it works like you would a traffic app. Yeah. So you wanted to ask a question. I did. I know that you know this is supposed to work like like we were saying, like a gender-based violence hotspot, just to, mm. to see to before you leave your home, Bana, how safe that particular area is. But what if? I consider them safe enough to talk about what's happening in my own home. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Will they still be able to assist me? I'm sure they would. Yeah. I'm sure they would be able that's to assist That's what I wanted to ask. To assist you. Uh, if you are, if that's what you're going through, they will <laughs> definitely <laughs> assist you. You just have to... <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm, no, I'm just saying good There thing. are many people who go through that much. Of course. And, uh, and hence I was talking about, you know, maybe a neighbor, Yeah, you know, um, spots an incident happening next door mm. and they report it, mm. then what will the victim do? Mm. You know, will the victim agree to lay charges? Chances are they might not because they are it's scared, they are intimidated. Mm. You understand where I'm coming from? So, yeah, man, it is, yeah, it is just, it's a very tricky one, eh? It's a very tricky issue to navigate. Yeah, man, but what I love is that there's a conversation that is happening around gender-based violence. Yeah. So at some point, we will find a resolution to this. Yeah. As long as the conversation keeps going and we don't like let it disappear into oblivion. We need to continue having these conversations. Absolutely. Hence, I was saying it is very important to teach our kids, especially our boys, you know, right from the True. beginning, when they are two, when they're three, if he has a sister and he lays a hand on his sister, you tell him, you don't do that. That's true. But ever. It's, but it's also important, Matlago, for the justice system to come on board. No, absolutely. They need to come on board. They absolutely. need to handle these cases with the respect and the dignity that they deserve. Absolutely.